What's up, everyone? Welcome into the Fantasy Alarm College Football Podcast here. Video and audio portion for you guys for week two. We got a week two full slate of games on Saturday. I'm here with Pete Cole. I'm Dan Servo Didio. If you check this out in week zero, um, took a break last week, but we're back and, and we'll be doing this every week for you guys, kind of giving a preview of the main slate. And uh, we'll we'll be doing other slates too for these video previews. But uh, Pete, how are you doing? And, you know, a, a very good full slate of games last week for week one, right? <laughs> Yeah, what's up, Dan? Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like a breath of fresh air this week. It was crazy last week, and we went what from Thursday to Monday between the showdowns and all the slates, and yeah, it was a little overwhelming. And it's just nice now to be able to sit down and actually look at a slate without rushing through it. So it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. Big big slate though. Yeah, it was busy last week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all day. Um, only two games on Friday night, so I think it'll be a lot easier this week. But. Uh, Pretty yeah, soon yeah. we'll be having the, the Mac Tuesday Wednesday uh, action going on. So yeah, that, that's fun though. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, this slate is gonna be great. And, and by the way, if you're wa- watching this, um, go check out the co- full college football DFS playbook uh, at fantasyalarm.com that we have for you. We'll be you know this will be for the main slate, but uh, Pete will be having the full night slate playbook out for you guys. Uh, so you know build those lineups. I know Fanduel's an all day. Uh, main slate. They also have the the night contest. So if you're trying to build line, lineups there and look at both of our playbooks, uh, go there. But the, the Fantasy Alarm All Pro subscription will help you access all that um, for NFL and college football season. So you're just in time for your NFL if you're if you're trying to play DFS for that. So uh, but go check that out um, and uh, win with me and Pete all all season. But getting into this playbook here. Uh, or this uh, this main slate for the for Saturday week two. Um, let's just start with Alabama because that is the the game that you know Bryce Young's the most expensive player on both slates um, at, at the top of quarterback. And I'm wondering for for you, like how much are you looking at him for cash or GPP? How popular do you think he'll be compared to you know we got a lot of cheaper quarterbacks that we can get to. Um, in a second here, but just Bryce Young specifically, because Bama should put it on Texas, right? Yeah, and if it's interesting because if Texas keeps it close, then we got you know then we got some Texas guys like like B Rob to look at. But Young, uh, yeah, he surprised and he really did surprise us last week with with the running. I mean, he was Utah State. I don't blame that because Utah State he ran on here five times for hundred yards and. And if you look back, his whole stat line for 2021 was 81 carries for zero yards. So that really surprised us. And it took away, you know, a lot of activity from Gibbs and all that. I think Young is going to come in. He's the highest, he's the highest price quarterback, right? So yeah. he's going to come in, I think, lower owned. But he could also end up the highest, obviously, the highest scoring quarterback of the slate. And I probably won't get to him my cash, but I end up getting him some GPPs because I lost out last week. I didn't use them at all, and I said to myself, "That's not going to happen again." So, <laughs> you know, they're going to 40 acres against Texas in safe school. It took you know Steve Sart away from Nick Saban, so yep. I think you know it's going to be a good game. And that ta- that Texas defense, especially the back end, is not good. Yeah. So you know. I obviously like some receivers there too, but Young, I think, ended up probably the highest, highest scoring quarterback of the slate, and you don't want to sleep on him, but I'm not sure if you can really get to him in cash. 
Yeah, the the on DraftKings the ten two price tag is very expensive, um, and like I said, especially as we we get into the, some of these cheaper quarterbacks that people will be playing in cash games for sure. But GPP, I mean Bryce Young, you saw it last week as you mentioned, uh, you know five touchdowns through the air, another rushing touchdown, hundred rushing yards. He had a he had a long rush there to yeah, help him get to there. But I, I mean the the Alabama offense is just going to be, you know. Uh, funneling around him whether it's running or passing it so you know Jameer Gibbs is you know I would like to play him on a slate like this but I just don't know how much the Alabama offense is gonna kind of give him the, uh, the 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 ball um, it's not this is not Najee Harris I think so and yeah. I got the feeling though because I used Gibbs a lot last week that I know if I don't use him this week I'm gonna be whining all Saturday saying I you use Gibbs this week, and this the week. This is gonna be Gibbs coming out week. So I just, I just have a funny feeling on that. Yeah, but on DraftKings, I mean, he's so he's the most expensive running back. Yeah. Let's just let's just go through Bama right now. I mean, so DraftKings, yeah, he's the most expensive running back, and we'll get to some of these other cheaper guys. So, but you're right. I mean, he could go off for you know a <laughs> hundred plus rushing yards and multiple touchdowns, and and all of a sudden he's one of the best running backs. So. But oh, I, I, yeah. I think GPP is where, where if, if you want to play him in tournaments, go for it, yeah. Um, totally totally agree. Yeah. But then, uh, so then just looking at the run, the wide receivers for Alabama, um, you know, Burton and Holden were the two top guys for Bryce Young last week. They both caught two touchdowns. Um, they're getting Cam Leitu back, the tight end. Um, you know, was a top uh, receiver. I think he had eight touchdowns all of last year. Um, so he's cheap. You could look at if you want a cheap option for the Bama offense. But if you're looking to like pair up a receiver, it's probably Burton or Holden um, for those like tournaments. For if you're playing Bryce Young, you can play one of them as a one-off. But I think the Bama offense is until we get a couple more games of sample size. I feel like it's you know it could end up being Kobe Prentice who scores twice this game, or or Tyler Harrell's back for them this week, so maybe he scores twice. So it's. I feel like it's a very volatile situation until we see two or three more games to see how the pecking order shakes out. Agree. I mean, we know we know about Burton. I mean, one he won national championship in Georgia, and then he and he has a transfer portal. Yeah. Why? Because Georgia doesn't showcase their weapons, you know, by design. But I am I am interested in Treshawn and Treshawn Holden as a number two. Uh, we we. Pretty much all the WR WR2s at Bama have been studs. Yep. Besides, you, you know, when Waddell, when Jalen Waddle got hurt and then uh, Smith pretty much took over, but they've always had these productive WR2s. And what do you have? Two, yeah, 50, 50, 70, and two last week. If I can get that many targets again, like, you know, like he got last week, and I was just saying that that Texas back end is bad, I'd have no problem going, taking a little bit of discount, going with Holden. Because I was just looking at the Texas defense last last year, they gave up 224 yards per game, ranking number 62 in, in the nation. They only, they only intercepted like seven passes. So I like Holden. No problem going Burton. Burton's a stud. Um, but you got to pay for him. And yeah. uh, I think Holden would be my guy. And, yeah, then like I said, maybe look at a couple of these. The uh, the, the tight end there for um, with Latay like, too, right? That's Lay two, yeah. yeah. Lay two, something like that. But um, right now, Holden's my guy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Holden definitely, if you're choosing between that him and Burton, I mean, the, the, the savings on DraftKings for sure is, is where you want to go there. Um, and then, yeah, like, 
I mean, the, the one-off would be, you know, like late two if you want. Tyler Harrell's, you know, a speedster from Louisville transfer who could um, catch a couple <laughs> touchdowns. He could be knows. the guy this week, right? Yeah, he could be the yeah. guy this week. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, if, you, if you want any of those guys, one-offs. Um, but, but, I mean, the Bama offense is definitely one you can't ignore on the slate. But let's get into some of the other guys because I think for both of us, uh, they're, Bama's players are not, like, at our top of our list for, at right. least for cash games, you know, locks. Right. Um but let's look at uh, let's look at the, back at the quarterback position. Um, just going down, like some of the names that are sticking out: Sam Hartman, Hendon Hooker in the si- same price range on DraftKings, um, and then a little bit fur- further down, you got like KJ Jefferson, Sean Clifford in that same spot, um, and then further down, like the six K range, you got Clayton Toon, Tyler Van Dyke, Brennan Armstrong, all very solid plays in that mid-range. I think people are going to be choosing between one of these guys for cash. Um, Hartman is at the top of the list, you know, coming back this week, medically cleared to play now. Um, Was a stud last year, dual-threat guy. So he'll probably be popular. And 8K is very, um, very, you know, perfectly fine for him. I'm good to pay that. Um, But, you know, I'm wondering where you're going with your top quarterback, you know, in cash games this week. My 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 heart wants to go Hartman. My heart <laughs> my heart wants to go Hartman. I I've, I've been a big Hartman fan. I was a fan of Hartman before last year. Uh, I was really excited last year with him and Donovan Green. To Green got hurt. You know, then Hartman exploded with At Perry and all that. <clears throat> but <clears throat> I didn't I didn't even think Hartman was even going to come back to like the end of the year. If anything, what I was reading earlier, so I kind of just wrote him off. Yeah, he's Honestly, supposed to be out a few more weeks, I thought. That's what, yeah, that's what I thought. So I wasn't even thinking about him until I seen the report. I'm probably, I mean, I'm not going to play him in cash. I want to see him. I want to see him a week. You know, I want to see him get some, get his lays going a little bit. So, of course, GDP was likely like young. He could he could totally nuke the slate, definitely. Her, Hendon Hooker is my guy right now at 7-8. And I think mainly we all we all know what Hooker can do. But we see he's going up against Pitt. He's always played. He's always played very well against Pittsburgh. When he was at Virginia Tech, he played really good against them. Last year, he almost led Tennessee to a comeback victory, and that was pretty much the, the starting, the beginning of the Hooker uh, love affair in Tennessee, right? I think it's when he replaced Joe Milton that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think it was. And then a guy like Hooker gives you know. A team like Pitt, a lot of problems. Uh, I know Pitt is concerned about the high-tempo offense that Tennessee runs. Uh, you know, Pitt's been working. I've been reading a lot. Pitt's been working a lot in practice, making sure they're in the right spots when the ball snapped because <clears throat> that was a major problem against West Virginia. And now when you have a quarterback like Hooker, an offense that moves quickly, that's going to cause a lot of major problems for a defense that didn't do a good job last week last Thursday getting set. So I could definitely see another game, big game from Hooker. And we know, you know, especially when you're going up against a team like Pitt, it all gets funneled into the passing game and another big Hooker game. I I can, you know, I played him in Tillman last week. I could definitely, I could just go and play Hooker actually naked this week, really. Or you can play him a guy like Tillman, but I have no problem playing Hooker naked this week. Right now, he's my top pay up. I would say I'm still like a couple of them cheaper guys, but Hooker's my top payout. 
Yeah, and this Tennessee pick game could go. You know, he it could turn into like an offensive shootout. I think. Yes, it can. Then I got yeah. I got a feeling it may too. Yeah, and Pitt. I mean, they gave up thirty-one points last week to uh, West Virginia, and uh, the Pitt defense was supposed to be their their strength. Um, you know, losing Pickett from last year's team. I, you know, people thought their and, offense and might take a step back, but. Yep. I mean, Slovis. The, the offense looked pretty pretty good last week, so I think Slovis is. I mean, go just you know sticking with Slovis there. He's sixty eight hundred, also worth a look. I think um, people. Won't be, I'm not a big Slovis guy, but I think you're right. He's definitely worth yeah, a look. I haven't either. Yeah, and Pitt's trying to be more run heavy, um, you know, run focused this year than they were last year. Um, so I, you know, I wouldn't play Slovis, but you know, if we're talking about this game being a little back and forth, you know, offensive. Um, but I do like that. I like Hooker, and, and I'd probably play him over Hartman. I'm just a maybe a little wary of Hartman in his first game back. Me too. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. like, and that's a big reason for it. I mean, I want to roll him out there. And, and by the way, I mean it's worth noting that Wake, I think, became, I think they're currently as we're recording this like twelve and a half point favorites. Um, but it was the spread was like seven and a half, so it, it really jumped up in their favor, and the total even went up too. So it's you know it's a situation where where Vegas is expecting Wake's offense to be much better with Hartman, you know as expected. But they're not mm-hmm. maybe not expecting him to be too limited. Um, but I think just in in general with you know you can't really expect the same rushing production that we've seen from him in the past, but. No. Hooker is a guy for sure. He's gonna be he's gonna be giving you that you know looked great last week running that offense, but all last year too. So yeah, I do like that Hooker call. Um, wondering how much less popular he'll be compared to Hartman though, <laughs> uh, just because people hear that new noise and we'll just lock in Hartman. <laughs> and I think and I think that's what's gonna happen too. And that's what's probably pushing me up Hartman more. So I'm yeah. a huge Hartman guy, and I'll be playing him next the next next week. But I think this is the week. To kind of sit back and see what happens, and he could, like I said, he could, nuke, he could definitely nuke the slate. Yeah. But I'm taking a chance on Hooker going back against Pittsburgh. He's got a history against them. He's always played well, and I think he's going to be lower owned. Like that, yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, like Clayton Toon versus versus uh, Tyler Van Dyke versus Brennan Armstrong for that matter. I think all these guys, um, in the six K range on DraftKings are all very much in play here as, as your super flex um, for cash or GPP. Any, any way you're leaning there, I think Toon is going to be popular because this game against Texas Tech should be a shootout, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, last week against UTSA, it was pretty much that, and, and Toon uh, had a big game, thirty about 35 DraftKings points, but, you know, had, had um, four total touchdowns and – I think you know Houston's offense didn't, or defense didn't look that great, so I think Texas Tech is going to keep it back and forth, and they're actually favored, uh, or if Texas Tech is. So I think you know this game is one that you can look at on both sides for DFS stacking purposes, but also just you know playing tune as a one-off. Um, and, and we'll get to him in a second, but Nathaniel Dell is <laughs> uh, this guy is. I don't know why he's six K on DraftKings. My guy, it's, Tank Dell, man. Tank Dell. I mean, the dude's a beast, and I don't know. He had a good game last week, but DraftKings priced him down, so whatever. Um, but I think that pairing is going to be popular in cash. So, but you know, where are you going? To, uh, Tune versus Van Dyke versus Brennan Armstrong. Uh, all solid plays. Well, I, I think, think you also got. I'm on Tune. I'm a Miami big Miami fan, so Van Dyke. And I mean, while we're talking about Texas Tech, you know, the Joey McGuire 
Ayers kind of off to a good start with, um, you know, with this, Zach Kittley, you know, your guy there now. But look what Donovan Smith did. Look what Donovan Smith did when he came in. So, yeah. Which I think, and now going back to Clayton Toon, I think it's going to help Clayton Toon big time. Uh, last week, and I don't think Clayton Toon, you know, I've seen Clayton Toon live before. I've watched him, you know, I watched him play in USFF, USF, but I don't think he was that great last week. And he still went for, let me see, 22 for 32 for 206, three touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. But led Houston in, in rushing, 15 carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> so. The, you know, last season the offense did start and end with Toon, and he did. I mean, he and he last year opened up. He opened up last year with a bunch of interceptions. I think it was. I think they opened up against Texas Tech last year. And they had like, he had like a four interception game. Um, but then he went through six yeah. picks. The rest of, I think he went through like six picks the rest of the year. So Toon is my guy. Um, He's we he had you know this after the big games we saw him play last year. He's at that price. I don't think you can. And I'm one thing I'm learning this year. I'm not worrying about who I think is chalk, who I think is gonna be popular. I'm playing who I think is the best plays because that's what gets me in trouble. And right now I think Tune at that price, whether he's popular or not, popular or not, I'm playing Clayton Tune at six five. He's like the one two three six nine. He's like the what the twelfth twelfth most expensive quarterback on the board. Yeah, I mean so. He's a lock. He's a lock for me, and, and you know, even we go a couple other guys. We get we go down deeper. So two's my guy, and Van Dyke. I just you know, I'm pushing for Tyler Van Dyke for Heisman. I just think he's I he, I think he's gonna be running all. You he's gonna win it, but um, I think it's gonna be a good game for him against Southern Miss. Last week he had two touchdowns. Yeah, one ninety three yards, no interceptions, and Southern Miss is not good. So he's. Dyke, I mean, Van Dyke is, he shouldn't have to throw 30 more times for them to win. But he's probably going to be done by the third quarter. But I think he's going to be in there enough where, so I guess, can he put up 400 yards against Southern Miss and throw three touchdowns? Yeah. Um, but I guess you probably might have looking at more like 200 yards and at least two touchdowns. And I'll take that though too, especially in GPP. So Toon Cash, Van Dyke GPP for me, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, makes makes a bunch of sense. I'm with you on Tune. I, I love him, and I mean, you're right. Like at a certain point, you got to stop worrying about uh, chalk and and who's popular, and just play the guys. And that's you want. why I get myself in trouble a lot. Yeah, and, and why fade a guy? Why fade Tune if you think he's be popular, but you like, know you just want to play him because the price is crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you. Um, but yeah, Van Dyke more GPP, I think, and and Brennan Armstrong too. I think is you know who. The Illinois defense on the road is, is definitely tougher, but that game could end up being a sneaky, you know, DFS uh, spot to target there. So he'll, he'll be like the under the radar guy, but always he will be. And I like his. I, I I when we talk about receivers, I like his. I like his receivers probably more than him. Yeah. But he's in play. What do you think about this? What do you think about Tyler Buckner for Notre Dame? I, he's no, like, I, kind of nice price. Well, he's. I guess he's a little bit cheap. He's a little bit different price range. I yeah, he. I mean, he's at a spot, a, a price where it's like you'd actually think about it. But in general, like Notre, I mean, maybe outside of like Ian Book, because um, he actually gave you some rushing and stuff. But I, I feel like Buckner. I feel like in this game against Marshall, they're just gonna lean on the run. I don't know how many like DFS points Buckner will give you. Honestly, I don't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and he throws five touchdowns. But no, I think you're right. He does run a little bit. I see he ran six. He does. Yeah. But... He does run a bit. Um, I you know I, I just I think I look at it and compare you know him to other quarterbacks 
and, and I would rather play, you know, like like Clayton Toon. So uh, no, I definitely agree with what. Yeah, he's six K and one Toon is no Toon. So we are right. We are right. Price is two. Yeah, five, they're in yeah. the same range. I mean, honestly, I'd rather play. Um, I'd rather play the Air Force guy, Daniels, Hazik Daniels. I, I like used him for the last couple of years. He's gonna give you the rushing yards. You know that. So <laughs> the floor there is really nice. Um, but now that we're in that range, I mean, the guy that we, yep, everyone's probably already thought about is Mike Wright from Vanderbilt. I mean, he's priced up on Fanduel if you're playing on there, so it's not really you can't really compare him. Um, I wouldn't play him over some guys in that same price range on Fanduel, right. but uh, but on. DraftKings for fifty four hundred is way too cheap. I um, mean, the guy has been so Vanderbilt is just desperate for relevancy in the college football world, and they're looking at right and just letting him run. I think they're gonna, you know, as a dual threat guy, like literally running. I think they're gonna let him just go and do his thing. Um, you know, Wake Forest defense looks suspect at times last year. We'll see if they improved it all this year, but I think this game against you know Wake could be at a back and forth offensive game. Vandy's defense probably isn't going to be good. They haven't really they haven't played anybody yet, but um, I think they're gonna. It's going to be back and forth. Wake's probably going to get their points. So I just see Wright being a very safe fifty four hundred dollar play. I mean the guy he should be like at least seven k right priced up. I mean compared, yeah. oh, considering yeah. what he did the first two weeks. Definitely high sevens, and like you said, what he did, and I actually I just pulled up the first two weeks, he's been on un- he's been unbelievable. Where yeah, he now he's the first Vandy quarterback to throw four touchdowns in a single game. Or no, it's Kyle, since Kyle Schumer, and that was like four years ago. But he's also the first he he he, he broke another record. Oh, the first Vandy player to account for six touchdowns in a single game. I mean, he's getting done every which way. And I think the floor is so high on him because of his legs. And they're going to be playing from behind. They yeah. have to score to keep up. And this guy's been, this guy's been like, prolific in the last, the last two weeks where, I mean, he's going to be a household name by the end of the season. But most people didn't even know who this kid was two weeks ago. No. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and the, <laughs> last year they let him run a little bit, but he was just kind of, like, Vandy was terrible, so no one watched. Um, and, right. Yeah, but, I mean, he was, like, and it was, like, a lot of it came in, like, garbage time when Vandy was down, like, three or four touchdowns. So, it's, you know, how much stock you really put in a guy running around. Um, but we'll see. This is this is his first test. You know, they played uh, Hawaii and Elon. And, That's my little worry, though. Know? Yeah. We saw what happened. You know, it happens. It seems to happen a lot with these chalky quarterbacks. Last week, the, the kid from Maryland, you know what I mean, kind of, crafted bet on us you know he was very high owned so i think it's a little bit of a dis- different situation but um i just sometimes i get worried when these guys are major talk you know because if, yeah. if, if they flop and if you're not on them then you you're gonna jump ahead a major part of the field once again if you're not on them if you know if you're not on him and he goes off which he probably will then you're screwed too so uh, uh he, he'll be he'll be my he'll be my top cash quarterback whether he's 90 percent one or not i'm on i've been on mike races day one so yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the the he's way too cheap. He'll, he'll be popular in yeah. cash for sure. So, um, I think you know that's just that. Like you're talking about chalk, and and that might be chalk. You you kind of have to eat. I mean, I think so. You know, uh, he might. I mean, he'll be way, too, and it'll allow you to pay up for elsewhere, running backs, receivers. So, 
I mean, I like it. Um, any other quarterbacks you want to get to before we move on? I know there's one cheap guy uh, you might want to touch on, but I think He's like doing... Wright is probably the cheapest I'm willing to go on this slate, but uh, I'm wondering what you want. I, I remember last year on the show talking about Brandon Lewis for Colorado, um, but um, they're terrible. You know he looked who terrible in week one. And he was exactly. I think he had like one decent game last year, and I was kind of I was all over him. I remember one week and he uh he, he crapped out on me. But yeah. um, Cam Ward from Washington State. Now yeah. I do have watched him last week. He did not to me. He did not look good. He looked bad. But you know, remember this kid was one of the most intriguing portal pickups of the off season. Um, he came from Incarnate Ward, where yeah. he you know he. Like 4,700 yards, I have not 47 touchdowns, and he came over with Eric Morris. You know, Eric Morris is head coach now. Morris is the offensive coordinator for Washington mm-hmm. State, and he came kind of kind of a fanfare. And with me, if I see air raid offense, I'm playing him in DFS. So they run an air raid offense. Uh, last year, they finished second in the Pac-12 in passing yards per game. So. It was a shaky debut, but I think Cameron Ward is not is in a decent spot this week. You know, he's got a couple decent receivers. He's got Ollie. He's got Stribling. So, of course, I'm not playing him in in uh, cash games, but playing Wisconsin, what's it a ah, forty? What's it a forty nine game total? I don't like that. But um, I don't like that at all. But still, I like um, I don't mind that. And I also I have some interest in their running back too. But it's kind of a revenge game. But Cam Ward would be the only one I would take a dart on. In some GPPs, and like beside that, I guess that's it. Yeah, the Ward. I mean, he's uh he's forty nine hundred on DraftKings is very cheap. So cheap. I mean, uh, you know, throws for a couple touchdowns or yeah. runs one in, whatever. It's it's an air raid, right? So yeah, I no, I don't mind that at all. I guess uh, I, I'd be a little worried about playing Wisconsin on the road. Um, that sometimes their defense just is is stifling to opposing quarterbacks and and overall offenses, but. Um, I mean the 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 upside's there, and people might not really consider him as much because of you know Mike Wright's price or or you know playing other cheap guys on the slate that we'll get to. So um, I think it's an option GPP Superflex for sure. Um, all right, let's go to running backs. Um, you know we talked about Jameer Gibbs at the top of the price range on DraftKings. I think tough to play that in cash, um, but right below him. You know, Sanders from Arkansas, Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State, both good, are really good plays this week, I think, um, and really good price points considering, you know, the they could be priced higher, and I'd probably still play. You know, like Deuce Vaughn could be in the 8Ks, and I'd still play him on the slate. Um, I, I really like Vaughn. I'll say that. I think he'll probably be, he'll probably be a, a popular play in cash. Um but I, I just see this matchup against Missouri, and I know how bad Missouri's rush defense was um, last year, and I see it being a problem again. Um, I don't think they did much to fix it. So, you know, and last game they played um, – who did Missouri play last week? I'm blanking on it, but um, – oh, Louisiana Tech, right? And uh, – Louisiana Tech did just didn't have the run game. They they had switched quarterbacks halfway through the game. They did not really exploit that, and we can't really take anything from that to see if Missouri's rush defense actually got better. But I see Kansas State at home here. They're favored by a touchdown or more. I think they're eight and a half point favorites now. 
and I, I really like Vaughn in this situation. Um, I mean, what, do you like him compared to Sanders or, or the other guys? You know, Bijan Robinson's there. We didn't even touch on yet. Um, any guys? You know, in that top end of the the running backs. Yeah, what I'm right now. I'm looking at in cash. I'm every single one of my lineups is going to have Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> Braylon Allen and Chase Brown, and I think they're going to be all chalky. Yeah. But first, I mean, I, the only problem with Deuce, I hate, you know, he doesn't get, he doesn't get like thirty touches or whatever. But he's so active in that passing game, um, seven straight one hundred yard games, I think. So it's big play potential. So I think you got to play Deuce. Deuce is way too cheap at seven six, way too cheap. And then the other, the other two, Braylon, Braylon Allen is just too cheap, and Chase Brown to me is just Chase Brown is just a complete stud. So all three of those guys, I think, have to be. In my in my cash lineups, that's the way I'm looking right now. I I I don't think you can. I must. I don't think you can go without those guys. I mean, I really I really don't. I, I mean, I like Rock the Rock the Sanders some of his guys, but those three guys to me are, are the key to my whole lineup. It Chase Brown at 6400 is just very cheap for what he's done already this year. I mean, you know, dude, I'm a, I'm kind of put up that. 199 rushing yards last week against uh, Indiana, and that was after 151 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns the week before. Like <laughs> over 350 yards on the season, right? And my worry is, are they who's who's the guy last week for Oklahoma State, the running back, um, Warren? You know, they rode him and rode him. Then by like November, like he was gassed out. And I do see some comments of Barry <laughs> Barry Looney Jr. was saying that they're not going to be able to get away with running Chase Brown thirty six carries every game, but they really like this week. They really don't. They really don't have anybody else because I don't think Josh McCray comes back until yeah he's hurt the yeah. first bye week. Yeah, so they really don't. So they got to keep running this kid, and he's I mean, and and he is a stud. So. I mean, when you run the ball 30, 35 times a game, I'm playing this guy when he's only 7K against Washington State. So, you know, Washington State is not going to scare me. And it was last week they – I mean, it was a different type of game. So, I mean, the rush team don't think is horrible. But, I mean, but um, not, not, I'm looking at – yeah, Washington – wait, who do they – who do they – they played uh, I'm, Wyoming. I'm getting mixed. I'm, I'm I'm looking at Braylon Allen and Chase Brown at the same time. But whatever, uh, I love both of them. I'm I'm playing all three of those guys in the cash lineup. Yeah, I really like Braylon Allen too, and he's another guy. He's just going to be getting fed the ball. Um, you know they do have uh what Sh- uh, Sh- Lucy. Um, I don't know if it's Shea Malusi, yeah. honestly, but I Braylon Allen's the dude. He, you know, as a f- true freshman last year, he broke onto the scene and stole that. Yeah, he's a beast, right? Yeah, he and... stole that workhorse job from Wisconsin. People are like saying, you know, he's the next, you know, Jonathan Taylor, next big Wisconsin running back to come out. Um, so yeah, he doesn't get that many carries though. I have noticed that. I think he's only had one one game over twenty carries, but he always has that big breakout in every yeah. game. So he His... doesn't get the volume like Brown, but um. His yards per rush is is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's out of his role. I think to yeah. me, he's almost he's almost a must play, and you can you can play around a lot of those other guys. There's some good running backs this week, but to me, those three are the cream of the crop. And yeah. I just know if I don't play, I'm gonna be really upset. Is one of them's gonna go off? So um, they're my top three. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and uh, definitely all those guys will be in the playbook for sure. Um. The, the, the guys I wanted to ask you about, because I, I, I mentioned in the playbook, these guys I, I have written up as possible GPP options. Um, if you're looking to 
to fade some of the these these top guys we just talked about. Chris Tyree for Notre Dame is interesting. You know, Notre Dame's offense looked terrible last week against Ohio State. Didn't really get anything going, especially on the ground. But Tyree's replacing Kyron Williams as the lead back there. 5,800 on DraftKings I think is very affordable for, you know, lead running back for, for a team that's going to be favored by, uh, you know, close to three touchdowns is Notre Dame this week against Marshall. Um, so just a situation where I think he could – he could go off for you know twenty plus DraftKings points for sure. Um, it's just a matter of like we said with Tyler Buckner, if you know who's scoring those touchdowns and you know what the production is kind of like. But I feel like the I feel like the Notre Dame run game might be leaned on in this one. Um, but there there's him, and then like comparing him to you know the Tennessee offense, um, Jabari Small and Jalen Wright are both interesting. But like Wright is is a lot cheaper. I think than um, than Jabari Small, so I think like he's a guy that I'd be interested in. Fifty two hundred on DraftKings, um, they're kind of a split backfield there, and and if if we're thinking that each one's gonna get, you know, like last week they they both got around fifteen touches and um, Wright kind of outproduced them yardage wise, but basically similar DFS production and and Wright's a lot cheaper, so I think that's. That's like an interesting play to me. Um, we were talking about that game potentially being a little higher scoring. Um, but then we, we have those two guys. And then uh, compared to, you know, like the Penn State backfield on this DraftKings slate is interesting to me. I actually did not write about any of these guys in my playbook. But this, I mean, they're big favorites over Ohio. And I could just see like, you know, whether it's Kevon Lee or Singleton just you know, breaking off, uh, you know, a hundred yard game. <laughs> so I'm waiting for GPPs. If you're leaning any of those guys or anybody else in kind of that mid range. Yeah. You, all the guys you named, I've actually been in my head. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so first Tyree, I, I like this matchup between th- this game, Chris Tyree versus Ethan Payne. I think Ethan Payne and, and I think Ethan Payne and Marshall doesn't get respect either, but I think Tyree's got more opportunities to run the ball, obviously. Uh, so it's, I mean, he's got a lot, a lot more opportunities to run against Marshall. This is going to be, of course, more of a chance to open things up um, than there was against Ohio State. Yeah. So, and we haven't seen what Tyree's really capable of this year. Um, you know, he's got, but he's got nowhere nowhere to go but up after the Buckeyes, up you know, after the Ohio State game. They kind of made him a non-factor. Yeah. And. He is. I mean, think he he is he is the man there, and so I I do like him. And GBPs, I'll have, if I make you know twenty lineups, he's going to be in a couple of my lineups. I like Ethan Payne on the other side. I mean, he's already got a couple of touchdowns. Um, I think he's going to be able to keep his production going uh, against Notre Dame. I think um, I think if he plays like he did in his first game, I think he's uh, it's a better of course a better offense, a better defense. But I think um, I think Ethan Payne's a good spot. Both those guys in that game. Nick, I'm a huge Nick Singleton fan, and I am going to make that prediction. Uh, he's this kid's a stud. I think he's the yeah. best freshman running back. I think they're finally going to have that. They're finally after 17 games without a hundred yard rusher dating back to Michigan in 2020. I think it's finally going to be Singleton. I, I don't think it's going to. I think who, who was? I think it was. I think it was Kayvon Lee that did it. But I think he's going to be the first guy since Kayvon Lee. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Singleton. It could be Allen, but um, Singleton's a guy. And he led Penn State with carries last week. So I like him a lot, definitely. And I like the Tennessee guys. Three other guys I like. And these, once again, these are all like more punty guys, you know, like more like punt 
type guys. Jarrell Brock. Yep. Who's kind of took over for Brees Hall, right? Yep. Um, I think he's in play. He's not really the the main back. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's, he's not playing. Um, but I think Brock's in a good spot. I think Gavin Williams is in a good spot for Iowa. He's back this week. He's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he – I think – because Iowa's got a much better offensive line. It's more experienced this year. I think you know, a guy like Gavin Williams is kind of a downhill running style. He's not afraid of contact. He finishes runs. And Iowa's going to do definitely more of emphasis on more of a consistent run game this year after kind of t- taking a step backwards last year. So I think between Williams and the other, um, LaShawn Williams on the same team, I think they're yeah. both in good spots. So you brought some good names. And my last one is... I have more of a gut feeling, but I kind of like Nakia Watson because it's kind of a, a revenge game. Revenge game. Um, going up against going up against Washington. I mean, against Wisconsin. Yeah. And I think that, you know, remember he he didn't play much was didn't play much last year, but I'm mean, against Idaho, 134 total yards. So he had I mean career best 117, 18 attempts, caught two passes for 17. So. I could definitely. I mean, this kid, this kid's with this kid was a three star. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a very physical running back. So I kind of I like Watson as, as kind of like my sleeper. So there's some there's a lot of guys. My my, my Miami guys. You got Henry Parrish and, and back. Yeah. So I and I like Jalen Knighton better than Parrish. So I can see Jalen Knighton having a decent game. And yeah, one more, one more back, right? He's what's uh... that? So Knighton's back. He like he's gonna play this week. He sat out last game. Yep, I believe. Yeah, and I believe he's yeah. playing this week. So I think Knighton's in a really good. Assume he's not. Assume he's not on any kind of a pitch count. Yeah, I think he's got a ton of value. Um, I'm just afraid. You know, if he only sees like you know eight eight to ten touches, but yeah. at five three, if we get fifteen touches out of him, um, Jalen Knighton could actually be another one that nukes the slate. Yeah. Uh, he was a guy that I got kept going back and forth on because I was like, all right, Miami's big favorites. You know, Knighton should be the guy anyway over Parrish. Right, like, definitely. You know, like even playing field, you, you picked Knighton over Parrish. But um, last week, Parrish had the huge game, and people might look to that and just play him off of that, um, which I think would be a mistake because Knighton's back. But who knows how much Knighton even plays. So that's that has me a little bit worried about that situation. Um, oh, that's something I can't. I'm not going to yeah. put my whole lineup. In, you know I mean? If I'm, so if I'm making 20, I'm going to have Knighton in one. What's your thoughts? I'm going to ask you a question now. What's your thoughts on Raheem Sanders? Because I think with with Don Johnson out, I think we got a bell cow situation there. Yeah. He put like 90% of snaps last week. 20 and 25 of the carries he got. Um, so we know he's going to get the – the problem is he's priced – He's priced up there like a bell cow, a seven nine. I know. But is he? They put up a lot of yards against Cincinnati. So I'm going back and forth on, on you know, on Rocket Sanders when I have those other guys cheaper. But I think he may be another one's gonna be low owned because the Allens, the Vaughns, the Chase Browns around him. Yeah, uh, no, I'm with you, and, and I like Sanders. I, I got him in the playbook as well. I mean, he so he. It's him and KJ Jefferson who just ran the ball a ton last week between the two of them. I mean, they they dominated the carries in that backfield, um, and Arkansas is just going to lean on both of them. I think all year with yeah. with uh, Traylon Smith gone and, and Traylon Burks from last year gone. So I feel like that the offense is going to be them too. 
um, until they find, you know, they got some new pieces. So until they find like a reliable receiver or, you know, right. like you said, uh, Johnson, if he returns um, and is looking good, but I feel like they're going to try to hit, bring him back just a little bit slower. Um, so I feel like this game could be one where they lean on Sanders again, you know, 20 carries last week against too. Cincinnati um, and South Carolina. I mean, they didn't – who did they play last week? It was um, Georgia State, and they actually gave up a ton of rushing yards and didn't look great on the ground against Georgia State. So if that's the case, then on the road here at Arkansas, I could see I could see it being a long day for – you know, if you got just Sanders and Jefferson going right, you know, back-to-back, um, splitting the work again. So – and, like, we didn't even touch on him, but Jefferson's an interesting guy because of his rushing work, and I feel like they're going to use him more in that role this year compared to – we yeah. did it last year, but maybe just a little bit more this year with, you know, no more uh, Traylon Burks there. Like I said, they're, they're yeah. top playmaker. And Traylon Smith who played a huge role last year too. So, um, And that's – I totally agree with you. And I think K.J. Jefferson every week is not going to get a lot of fanfare. And every week no. you're going to be talking about next week saying how good a week he had. So he, Yeah, him, and him, he's like a – he's going to get overlooked on this slate because of all the other quarterbacks we've talked about. But he's going to give you, I think, a, a solid floor. Yep. So, it seemed like that happened. That happened every week last week too. Since yeah. last year, I mean, like yeah. Um, but yeah, do like Sanders it, it, since he's priced up. Like I can't play him over Deuce Vaughn. You know, um, like if we're just you know comparing them two in the same price range on draft exactly. things. Yep. So that's why yeah, that's why I have him down a bit. People will overlook him on this slate for sure, but he'll probably be a fine play. <laughs> yep, agree. Yeah. but I do like all your uh, cheap running backs for sure. And, and one guy that you didn't mention, I'll just throw out. Is uh is Schrader Cody Schrader from Missouri? I mentioned him in the no, playbook yep. last week when he was min. He was like almost min price, and and he was the guy he ended up being the main guy from Missouri. I mean they got they got so many guys: Elijah Young, uh, Nathaniel Pete, all going to be splitting work. But you know Schrader was a guy. He got he got some hype in camp, and and he led the backfield in touches last week. He's the D two guy, right? He's the one that came from like Truman State or something, right? That was the guy. The D2 yeah, guy. I don't even know where he's from, honestly. I think it was Truman State. He was like stud there in Division two. All right. Well, then, yeah, there you go. Uh, but he, <laughs> so he, yeah, so he, but he's still cheap on DraftKings, forty two hundred. So, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. So I think he's worth a look. Um, but you know, underdogs to Kansas State, people probably won't go back to there. Um, no, he's gonna be very low on. Good call. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go to receivers. Um. So we touched on the Bama guys. At the top end, though, on DraftKings slate. Um, I think Cedric Tillman's going to be popular for Tennessee. We, you know, we talked about um, Hendon Hooker being a great play too. So that pairing is is very nice. Even Tillman as a one off is great. Um, Anaya Smith from Texas A and M had a good week last week and always going to be a top guy. The Texas A and M guys, I wouldn't even talk about any of these guys yet. Um, I just I'm so wary to play them. You know, they're always big favorites, but their games are usually on the lower scoring end. So it's 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 always and, and like last week we saw Devin a, a chain uh, not do much, but Anaya Smith had that huge game, and then this week it could be you know the other way around. So, I you know I'm always I'm going back and forth on whether I want to play any Texas A&M guys and maybe when they're in a you know a closer game I would, but I don't I'm not going with Smith this week. Um, but uh, Isaiah Williams is interesting from Illinois. I think, you know, going against Virginia's bad defense from last year, I don't think they got that much better from last year. So uh, he's an interesting guy. Maybe priced up a little too much for my taste. But um, 
People are looking at him. At At Perry, sixty nine hundred, great price. Uh, you know, talked about the the Bama guys holding at sixty eight hundred, great. Um, Xavier Worthy is sitting there at sixty seven hundred. I don't think many people will play him going against Bama, but obviously he could go off for you know just getting a ton of targets and, and catches in that matchup. Um, of this of this top end range, uh, what's your favorite player to? That's why I don't like these fourteen game slates because there's too many guys that. But um, yeah, I, I agree. There are too many. Guys. There is. I agree with Ana Smith. I drive drop him down a little bit. I'm not all in on him. Yeah. Um, you got Miles. Well, Miles Price. I guess Miles Price up there. I don't mind. I don't mind Miles Price. Yeah, I didn't I mention agree. him. Yeah. He's there. I mean, I we mentioned we made we mentioned Tank Dell and T- Tank Dell was probably yeah six my K's number one G. receiver. Yeah. So I guess I'm dropping out a bit, but I, I like I like Dell in tune. Um, yeah. And last week, you know, he he got the team and catches five, at 50 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Um, he's just a stud. So I like him. I mean, I think Burton's probably a little bit too expensive. I would rather go to Treshawn Holden if I'm going to go that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But he, Burton's always in definitely in play. I'm not going to argue somebody about him. I, I argue somebody off him. Um, anybody up in that higher range? Who in my now? I like the Virginia guys. I like Dontavian Wicks, but I'm also probably end up dropping down to a guy um, like the like the Davis kid, um, Lavelle Davis. Lavelle yeah. Davis. I mean, he's you know he's like six foot seven. He's way and too he cheap. Touchdown yeah. last week. He was out with ACL last year, so he's back. Yeah. So he's. I would probably play him, even though I do like Wicks. He, he should not be thirty five hundred. That's just a joke. No, it's definitely that's a definite joke. So, um, I like the, the Penn State guys. I know I'm here. There's a lot of talk this week about Parker Washington's going to get the ball again and all that. Should get the ball again. But I think Mitchell Tin, Tinsley really is the guy. He uh, is. Yeah. Tinsley and Clifford have been roommates now since the springtime. So they're obviously close. Um, we saw what, you know, we saw what happened last week where Tinsley. He was number one target last week, seven for eighty seven eighty four one. While Parker Washington and and Lambert combined for six eighty eight one. So I, I would go right back to Tinsley again this week. They threw the ball fifty eight percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So what's it? There's there's a lot of guys. At period, but I'd rather probably go Donovan Green because that's my guy. Um, you know, up there, Cedric Tillman's up there. I mentioned, I guess, mentioned Cedric Tillman too. I think a lot of it comes down to who. Who are you going to play your quarterback? Like if I play Tune, I'm probably going to play Dell. I I don't need to play the the Tennessee guys because I think I can play Hooker naked. But um, mm-hmm. there's I'm I'm kind of babbling now, but there's there's a lot. <laughs> I mean there's there's a lot of way there's a lot of ways to go, and a lot of guys I I like. And then I you know why I made like I, I most of out of all of them I dropped down a little bit. But uh, Jerem Bradley, I think 5K. Yeah. I, yep. I think Zach Kittley's offense can now support two receivers. Um, this kid had two touchdowns last week, 108 yards. And um, him and that, him, him and um, Finoji, they were unstoppable last week. I know. So I like Bradley's price of 5K. I think you can make a you can make a pretty damn good lineup with all these these all these 5K guys. You know, you you really there's there's some really decent prices down there. Starting with starting with a guy like like Jaron like Jaron Bradley. Yeah, the the Bradley calls good. Um, and he's yeah he's too cheap at five K considering what he did last week. Um, exactly. We didn't mention Trayshawn Holden. I mean, we did earlier in the show, but Trayshawn Holden's uh-huh. right there. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of value at, on at receiver, um, just similar to quarterback and running back for that matter. But there's a lot of value at receiver. The this one guy, kid from Houston. What? This kid from Houston, go this uh, yeah. Matthew Golden. Yeah, he was. Least. Yeah, I had him in the playbook last week, and he didn't exactly come through. Um, right. He only, he only had two I, catches, but he's he should not be forty three hundred. He's you know, a yeah, top I think you're going to see a better week this week from him too. Yeah. He was like a coach's favorite all spring. So I, 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 meant to, I mentioned, I, I saw you, I saw you had him in the playbook. So um, I, I didn't think too many people were on him. So that was a good call. Even though he didn't have a great game though, I think it was a good call. There's a couple guys in the playbook that uh, from last week that I, you know, didn't totally go off, but like will probably this week, of course. Um, Golden's one always of them. Matt Landers from Arkansas, transfer from Toledo, didn't really do a ton, but he, you know, he's a guy that you got to keep an eye on, I think. Um, but yeah, there's there, there's a couple guys there. The so the Tinsley call is great. I like that one. He's the guy at Penn State for me. Um, if if you want to go with the Penn State receiver, um, the the one I wanted to bring up. Oh yeah, uh, is Notre Dame Michael Meyer. For whatever reason, he's thirty nine hundred yeah. on DraftKings. <laughs> and, and he didn't. He didn't have. And I guess maybe because he didn't have that. Great of a game last week, but, but still, I mean, if you just look at the at the pricing for all the Notre Dame receivers, he is yeah, fifth uh, highest, and he's the best guy in that in that pass catching room. He's a tight end, but he's the be- their best receiver. Um, five, ca- I mean, he had five catches last week against Ohio State. He's gonna have four or five catches at least, I think, every week. I mean, they they, they don't have Avery Davis anymore. They're, I feel like Buckner's just gonna lean on him. Um, you know, there, there's the blowout potential with this this game against Marshall, so it's tough to fully just lock him in. But I think 3,900 is just laughably cheap. <laughs> no, it it's you're right. It's definitely cheap, and I, and I think there was a bunch of I think there was a bunch of hidden stuff in there too because his targets are there, his route runs are there. Yeah, let me see. He had eight targets. He played 40. Like I mean, the dude's a stud. Stamps. He's almost a lot. If you lock this guy in at three nine, you can get your three running backs in. And you I wouldn't. Get... I wouldn't blame him if he did. I mean, no, the, other guy, the other guy. The other guy look at a tight end is Trey Knox from Arkansas. He's forty one hundred. I think Trey Knox is a good spot too. Yeah, he's way too cheap too. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> big kid. He's a big kid, and Knox has got like his hands. He's got like wide receiver hands. Yeah. And um, I saw he actually had the. Highest the the pro football focus he had their highest receiving grade in week one among all the SEC tight ends, so Knox is going to go right under the radar too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's yeah he's cheap. Um, and the last guy I want to mention, I, I'll have him in the playbook, but uh, the tight end for Texas, uh, Jatavion Sanders, is mid price three k, and he caught six passes last week. Was looked like to be a favorite for Quinn Ewers. I mean he. He yep. did more than Xavier Worthy. I mean, it was a it was a blowout win. But um, I feel like you know you know just think about it, like you know a tight end, bigger target, underneath throws for for Ewers in, in this game where he's going to be trailing against uh, Bama. I could see him easily catching a few more passes, paying off that price tag. So, I mean, and he might get lost in the weeds off. with all the other value, but <laughs> no, I think that's I think it's a really good call. When you got guys like Michael Meyer, was it LaBelle Davis? Um, yeah. People are going to be playing them over Sanders. Sanders. Uh, <laughs> Sam, we didn't mention Sam LaPorch is only 3-3. Yeah. I mentioned Donovan Ali earlier. He's cheap. Um, 
So, so you like you said earlier, there's too much value to really to really pick one guy or two guys. It's yeah, this is a lot of multi-entry. But I really, I really, I'm liking the slate more and more and more. I look at it. Yeah. Uh, I think you and I think you can pretty much get anybody you want because there's enough value to fill it out. Yeah. You know. You, you put a lineup together with Mike with Mike Mayer and Lavelle Davis, and you're you're pretty well, you know, you're pretty well set. You don't need you don't need to be playing the Cedric Tillmans and some of these guys. You really don't. Yeah, you don't. Um, well, well, on that note, before we wrap up, um, one of the thing I wanted to start doing every week was you and me just going through quickly and putting together a GPP lineup, um, just from from guys we mentioned, but maybe some guys we didn't. But just for, for, you know, not like an example line for people to put in there. You can put it in. I doubt it wins uh, any tournament <laughs> out there. But we talked a lot about some of the cash guys. But I think me and Pete, we're just going to go through. So, um, right. looking back at quarterbacks, I mean, are they, you you definitely want to put in this lineup? Or do you want to start at a different position? Where no, do you I, go? Yeah, let's start at quarterback because that's usually who I think, for me personally, um, if I'm going GPP, I'm probably – I'm. I mean, of course, I, I got I gotta, you know, go Canes. I gotta go. I'm gonna be looking at like a Van Dyke. To me, it's it's either Van Dyke, Hooker, or KG Jefferson. I said like I say Van GPP. Dyke. I like that call. All right, Tyler Van Dyke, quarterback. And then we could do it the Superflex. We could roll out um, Cam Ward. Yeah, forty nine hundred. Yeah, yeah, roll, roll Cam York. I think he's obviously going to have a better game than he had last week, his second week. Air raid offense. Yeah. All right, running backs. Um, you know, a lot of ways you can go for GPP. Um, yeah, and we, have, and we have money to play with, too. So if you're going GPP. Um, we could roll Gibbs or Sanders. I was going to say, start with, Gibbs, start with Gibbs or Sanders. We didn't even really mention Gibbs and running back. We did, but I guess at start. Yeah. But. Um, Let's go, let's go Sanders because if, if we're if I'm assuming if I'm assuming that um, I'm assuming the, uh, the other running backs out. What's his name? Um, Johnson. Dom Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Um. And then what about like Singleton? You want to go Singleton from Penn State? We talked My guy. About yeah. Maybe he'll break out. He'll be the first hundred yarder. He, I mean, he could have a big game. Honestly. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, he gets a stud. Should we go with a third running back for the flex, or you want to wait and go to receiver first? Let's, yeah, let's go receiver first yeah. and see who we who we have. I think um, we don't really need to pair any receivers, right? Um, no, I don't think so. And we probably have a bunch. I we probably have a bunch. I was we probably have a bunch of money left too. What, what do we have per? Per player left. We got sixty two hundred per, per player. Yeah. Um, you, you don't hook I mean, up. We could go up. What we could go up to um, some of these. You know, like uh, you know, like like Holden for Bama. We could go. We could go At Perry for Wake. Um, we could go yeah, Tillman. Go Tillman didn't have a good week last week. So let's go Tillman. Let's let's run Tillman by yeah, himself. I like that. And then yeah, you know, we we still got uh, fifty eight hundred for three per spot for three with three spots left. So I think we could go. Let's just go, I want to go down to one of these cheap receivers because we can get one of these guys in. That'll really open things up. Um, we you know do you want to do Lavelle Davis? We were talking about him earlier. 
Yep. But LaBelle Davis may leave is too much money in, a, in the. You got 7K per, per player. I mean, this this lineup could do really well, honestly. Um, if, if you run LaBelle Davis, what, what do we got? Yeah. One more one more receiver left? Because we, well, got... we got one more receiver and one more and flex. Um, flex. I mean, we could, we could even put, you know, like we could put Gibbs in there and. Maybe put put Gibbs in the flex. And how much money do we have left for receiver? We got fifty three hundred. And then, boom! They, then we could do. I would be, I would be looking at like I would be looking at like a guy like Jer- to me Jer- a guy like Jaron Bradley or. Yeah. Evan Stewart. Yeah, Evan Stewart is interesting. Bradley's good. Let's just do Bradley. I mean, uh, I don't mind leaving money on the table. Yeah, I like Bradley. You're leaving 300 bucks on the table. Let's go. Everyone put that lineup in. Win, win some money this week. Huh? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like it. Just give, us a, just give us a tip. How about that? <laughs> if you go with two cheap quarterbacks, you can get a lot done. And Right? And you can definitely go two cheap quarterbacks. And you, you can, can even... You can mix and match some of these guys. I mean, if you don't yep. if you don't want to play, you know, singleton, you can go with a different guy in that price range. So, this is one of the better. Honestly, this is one of the better weeks I've seen in a while. I mean, you can get hurt in these weeks because we don't have a lot of data, but um, this could be to me this is one of the funner weeks of building lineups. I think. Yeah. A lot of different parts and a lot of different price ranges you can go. Yeah. All right. Well, that that about does it for us. Um. We appreciate you guys all watching, listening. Um, go check out the, the, the playbook online for uh, fantasyalarm.com um, for the main slate, for the night slate that we'll both be covering. Um, we'll be doing this every week. And if you like this uh, this this video, if you're watching on YouTube, you shoot a like. Um, remember to subscribe to Fantasy Alarm, the, the all-pro subscription. You can play NFL DFS, college football DFS. I know me and Pete are both doing that too. So, um yeah, any any final thoughts on the slate, Pete, or uh, you're just ready to get out of here? <laughs> no, I, I actually, like I said, I, I actually like the slate. I do. Um, it's a great that, slate. There's that, a lot. Of, usually, there's a lot of ways you can go. <laughs> that's usually my kiss of death, though. But uh, <laughs> well, no. That's, what's gonna happen is is come uh, Sunday morning, you're just gonna be kind of looking back and being like, you know, I was gonna play this guy, oh. but I didn't, and <laughs> I went through that with MLB last night. So um, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm very good at that. But no, I think it's a good. I do. I think it's a good slate, and this slate, slate, you're gonna have a lot of fun on because you can pretty much make a lot of any of the lamps you want. You're not gonna be pigeonholed. Yeah, I like it. All right, All yeah. Right. All right, we well, appreciate you guys uh, checking us out, and uh, and good luck this week. All right, thanks, guys. Good luck.